Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Hey everybody, welcome back to Core. This is Core episode four. Sorry, two hundred and twenty-one. I got four hundred from uh, for May twentieth, twenty twenty. It's a twenty twenty twenty. Everybody, welcome back. It's time to talk about video games and stuff and things. We've been shooting a whole lot of spiders and collecting a whole lot of ore and drinking a whole lot of weird beer. Uh, if you wonder what we're talking about, well, we'll explain when we get to it. But uh, let's just say we've all found a new game that we all like playing together quite a bit, and you might too. That's coming up later on the show. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. Time to talk about video games and uh, stuff around video games. Let's do it. Here we go. So they're making a... Who's played Mafia here? John? Mafia? I did back in the day, back when it first came out. I don't remember much of it. I remember being very excited about it uh, because I was a big Grand Theft Auto fan. Yeah. And that sort of thing sounded very appealing. Uh, also, I think The Sopranos was uh, basically ruling the television world at that time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, monkey see, monkey do. Sure. And uh, I was like, I got to get in, get in on this. Yeah. And I remember it was a very different kind of uh, open world style game. And it just didn't gel with me. And I think I maybe invested a couple hours into it and then went on to something. else. That's how I was with Mafia 1. Uh, Mafia 2 is a way better game, in my opinion. Mm. Um, still not mm. sure it was as good as a GTA could be. And Mafia 3, I never played because everyone told me not to. Everybody said, hey, it's broken. It doesn't work right, or you should wait till patches or whatever. And then I just sort of lost track of it. Bo, did you ever play one of the Mafia games? No. 
no. No. no. <laughs> like how you yeah. said, like, no. Yeah. No. No. We just turned into the emperor all of a sudden. <laughs> no. Why, why not? Why just not your thing? Not your jam? No, nah, it's not my jam. Mm-hmm. Like for the same reasons that Ghost of Tsushima, or mm-hmm. I think I got it. Did I nail it? Yeah. Go- I ghost of Sushi or whatever the hell it is. I don't know. Yeah. It's about a ghost who's. So made that game, sushi. you know, a lot of comments I heard was like, oh, it's Assassin's Creed Japan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. It looks awesome. I think it looks <laughs> great. I can't wait it for that. It looks really good. So I'm, you know, it's just it's just a genre thing. Mm. I like gangster movies, but not enough to play a video game. The same reason I don't really like GTA. Just not into playing crime. Because mm. what you end up doing is you end up, I don't know, like I like playing renegades in games, but I don't like playing low lowlifes that just kind of. Oh, I see. So it's a it's a it's a thematic thing for you. You're not into the um the the. I even like. I guess I like low lifes in science fiction. I just think that's interesting. How about guys that are? How about what if they're what if they're iffy? Like what if it's they're they're reluctant low lifes. Like they're trying to get out of the get out of that world, but they just they got to do bad stuff to do it. You know what I mean? Like that whole gritty thing. I guess so. I'm trying to think if there was ever a compelling game set in that time that I really enjoyed. I mean, I like the Le Noir. Mm. Oh, I like that too. Um, yeah, yeah, so I, I really dug that. I just again, you play kind of a good guy in that. I just don't dig being on the criminal side of crime. Mm. I like watching movie like gangster movies, but like a lot of the people are they're they're dumb. You know, I just you, don't play you view a dumb it as a character. cautionary tale, not as a like. Oh, I want to be that. Yeah, and for- right. And it's not a fun fantasy. Like if I'm a renegade in, in space Mass Effect, being a badass, I feel. I'm making important decisions and doing things lawfully evil style, I guess. Yeah. But like just being chaotic, you know, even chaotic evil spunks, like playing overlord, you know, mm. they're, yeah. Were you the, you know, I like being, I like being the bad guys. It's just gangsters are lame. Like it's in video games. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to be a biker. I don't want to be a gangster rat. I don't want to play 50 cents game. I don't want to be Trevor. I don't want to be like, <laughs> just, I, just, it's so unappealing. It is the opposite of appealing. Nobody wants to be Trevor uh, or shouldn't want to be Trevor, but the other guy, not the mob boss guy, the other guy, the inner city guy. What was his name? Uh, Keith Duncan Bur- or Donut or something. <laughs> it wasn't Donut. Douglas. I, Douglas. I suspect it was neither of them. Was things. it Douglas? No. Ah, whatever it was. I really liked that guy because it just felt like he was just in a bad place, bad time, and had to do what he had to do. And that stuff's written pretty yeah. well. I'm being judgmental from a distance. Like, I think probably a lot of that stuff, a lot of hard work went into it, and they're probably quality games. Sure. Just not appealing to me. I understand. Totally understand. Yeah. Well, uh, for those that is appealing to uh, the definitive versions of two and three with a total remake of the original, which sounds interesting hmm. in terms of, uh, you know, these remakes lately have been pretty cool. So maybe there's something there will be part of the Mafia trilogy. So if you're really into that series, uh, I guess be excited. The third one was like Vietnam era 60s kind of gangster stuff, which is appealing to do it in a different time like i was excited to experience that but then everyone warned me off of it so maybe finally this stuff is right is it out it's not out yet when's it out i i think there's something about it being released in like waves to some degree yeah. so oh yeah you're right august is the first wait is it hold on hold on um i can't find it oh this is cool if you already own mafia two or three you receive a free upgrade to their definitive editions. I own two. Also, oh, I get, well, I'd get, you... I'd get two then definitive then, right? But not three. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, if for those interested in such things, 
Boy, howdy. They got your butt covered there with the mafia business. Mafia, catch it. I'm a little surprised that you, given your love of like Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul and kind of these ambiguous sort of anti-hero hero type things, both. for some reason I would have thought, oh yeah, he'd love a, a gangster game, but maybe it's just the game context I, that you're not into. I Yeah, it's the game context because like Ellie Noir is very cool because I like like crime and stuff's interesting and compelling. I just think a facet of that is, you know, like the running over people in the car you know or just like you know look look how funny this is i'm gonna run into a store and shoot everybody and take this stuff you know mm-hmm. like that that aspect of the game <clears throat> it's also the driving around places to get to the mission mm. we talked about this before yeah. grand theft auto is the granddaddy of this yeah i don't i just don't enjoy the gameplay mechanics that go along with like a lot of that genre sure i'm actually with Bo on this i'm the same way like i i love I love a good anti-hero or rooting for the villain or any of that in my media. I don't really like it in video games when I'm playing it. I forced myself through Renegade playthroughs and Mass Effect barely uh, just to get an achievement because I wanted to get all the achievements for those games. But I've never been able to actually play it that way. Mm. Uh, I I really struggle with it. And I think it has something to do with it depends on what sort of villainy they're asking you to do, because for some reason I've always struggled with like Grand Theft Auto. I always have a really hard time with those games, but something like Saints Row the Third, no, no issues. Right. I can play Saints Row the Third forever because it's ridiculous. And I'll, and the yeah, I'll be I fine. Gonna, I was gonna say the ga- the crime game that I now remember that I played and loved was um, Sleeping Dogs. Oh yeah, that game's great. That game's great. Oh my gosh, I forgot. I forgot to. I mean, that that should be in the list of everyone's. If if you love this genre, open world crime syndicate games, that has to be in your top five. It is mine. I love that game. It's yeah. really it's a really good one. Yeah, and um, holds up. A little it, you know, too. I tolerated the driving in it. I don't know. There's something magical, I guess, about you know that world as opposed to the other ones. Driving around Hong Kong, doing doing you know, kung fu's fun. Yeah, kung fu gaming. Yeah. Kung, kung fu yeah. gaming is fun. Um, all right, here's my take on it. I it's weird. You guys are not wrong about this, and I don't I don't like. Okay, so I would would have friends when let's say four was out. Okay, uh, and it was Nico, whatever his name was, the Russian dude, one of my favorite characters in the history of the series. I loved his story. I loved all that stuff. But my friend would play it like this. They'd go do some story bit, which really showed him as a character you could really empathize with. Right, like he had his. His weaknesses and his downsides, but he was just trying to make a right and do good and get out of there and get out of the business. And it was that's how the story is portrayed. But then as soon as he'd get out of the story mission, he'd run out of the place he was in, hop in his car, run over eight people, get out of the car, beat up a hooker, shoot a guy in the face twice, run away from the cops. Like he wasn't really playing the role. The game allows you to do all of that stuff, but that's not what Nico would be doing. So I always play them like the way the character would be playing them, with the exception of Trevor. And even in his case, I don't like uh, when I played his part of GTA V, I didn't play awful. I still just sort of Trevor was awful, but I would but I'd stick to his his missions and I would go do his stuff. I wouldn't go. All right. Well, I'm Trevor. Let's see what kind of hell I can raise in, in downtown San Andreas. I wouldn't do it. And so I never play them that way. So it's interesting. We're all kind of saying the same thing with slightly different tolerances for the you know, for the way they present that stuff. But I guess I, I guess I what did. I'm into, I'm into I'm into period piece stuff. So when you say, hey, we have something set in the 50s or during Prohibition or or in the 60s, for some reason that is more interesting to me than if you said, 
hey, we're having a, another modern day one. Like, I don't want to play a modern day crime thing. I want to play one where people are wise guys and wearing suits and getting busted at speakeasies. And like, that's the that's the place I want to play around in. I did like what they did for uh, Red Dead 2, because mm. you'd have Arthur Morgan. And if you did do crazy stuff with him, if you did take this character who had a very clear code and what he believed and how he acted and you started doing crazy stuff with him, all of a sudden he'd just be like, hell am I doing right now? <laughs> and then you'd go to camp and someone would be sitting there and they'd be like, hey, Arthur. And he'd go, hey, I got to tell you, I feel like I'm being too violent. Recently. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, really? It. And he's like, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> like he'd, he'd have this heart to heart about like, I don't know why I'm getting so angry and doing the things I'm doing. And it was this really interesting way to to kind of nudge the player in the direction of like, Hey, you know, you're really not lining up with the character yeah. without, you know, just forbidding them from doing something. Totally agree. That's why the G I think the, the red dead redemption games have appealed to me so much because again, you're, I don't know. You're also in a time and a place that that's not here anymore. And so in a way you're, you're playing in a, in a, it's almost make believe as historically accurate or inaccurate as they want to be. You're, you're in a fantasy and it's just different than today. And hey, I, um, I have a question about yeah. Red Dead too. Yeah. What happens if you go the homicidal maniac route, like the first town you show up and you shoot all the civilians? Oh, like, by the way, you should go, even if you're not planning on playing it, Bo, you should go grab it on uh, the Epic Store for free. It's free right now. I did. Oh, you did? I did. Good. That's actually newsworthy. I installed Epic Game Store and I downloaded GTA 5 because... Oh, it's fantastic. Well done. Because you know, Oh, no, not GTA... I'm yeah. sorry. Red Dead's not free. GTA 5 is free right now, right? Yeah, GTA no, 5. Uh, Red Dead popped up on Game Pass for xbox that's actually. what it was game that's pass where, has oh, that's where it oh, that's up. right okay sorry but anyway not pc unfortunately no but um yeah that's on console only although the pc got uh got that uh the mech warrior 5 thing which i have been playing a little bit of we'll talk about later anyway bo sorry i cut you off you were saying uh you did a uh, thing well i downloaded oh, GTA if you 5, go but... if you go homicidal in red oh dead. yeah in red dead 2 if you go homicidal are people like oh it's the it's the lynchman or whatever you know like well so the way it works, there is a mission where you you kind of partner up with somebody who does decide to just go homicidal and basically murder a town. Yeah. And by proxy to get out of there alive, you also have to fight your way out. And basically you get a bounty put on your head, which means bounty hunters could be showing up for you constantly mm -hmm. uh, that you have to be aware of. That town gets considered a hot spot until... I think just time eventually wears it down. If you show your face anywhere near there, they'll just try to kill you. Oh, but you can't wipe a town off the map by killing all the innocents? Because they're small towns, right? Like, we're not talking GTA towns. You can't kill everyone in I, Toronto. I don't know now that you say but, that. You know, if you're in a two-horse town with a population of 120 uh, and you're pretty good at the video game, yeah. you might be able to, to murder everyone. Like, do they just grow back? Maybe. I think <laughs> they repopulate with new characters. Oh, okay. Like, here's uh, the new people now. Oh, uh, right. okay. Yeah, they. I guess you can't wipe a town out and make it a ghost town, but uh, I never tried, so I don't know, actually. But. Yeah, I don't know. I could try. I know some towns where people died, and then there was a guy who was like, yeah, I'm the new sheriff around these parts because the old sheriff got shot. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, beyond dialogue like that, I don't remember anything past that. Yeah, that's that weird space where it's like this third-person adventure versus being Skyrim, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. That line between the two is so fine, but in Skyrim, if you kill the shopkeeper, he's probably just dead, never coming back. Yeah, that's true. Well, and, and Skyrim and also did that thing where if they were important to the story, you could knock them out, but they'd just get back up. Yeah, they'd yeah. take a knee. 
That was it. That's understandable. That, that's because some of your game but. stuff you can't break. Well, that's actually that's true of some characters in GTA. Certain story characters that are major characters, not GTA. Sorry, Red Dead. If you kill yeah. them or you do what you would normally do to kill somebody, they also sort of take a knee or get up or say I'm injured or whatever. You can't kill them because there's huge story down the line that you got to tell with that, and you can't have that guy be dead. And so. you can use them to kite monsters around. <laughs> <laughs> Just make them a human shield <laughs> and uh, take a bunch of bullets. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah I guess uh, bottom line for me is I am interested in this, especially the remake uh, possibility. If it's good, I want to wait for reviews and some you know, people have had some time with it. But I don't know. I'm down for this because I tend to play those pretty straight. I don't go and I don't. As much as they're supposed to be sandbox games, I don't really play them that way. I play missions. I do yeah. side stuff. But I'm not just like, except for the time where John and I are playing online and we were like shoving each other off buildings and stuff. I mean, that's different, right? You're dorking around with right. a friend. But yeah. in the game game, I'm not interested in killing innocents, running over ladies <laughs> for no reason, beating up hookers. Like none of that's interesting to me at all. And so... Yeah, but um, I'm not taking a moral high ground on that stuff. I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense. I think it's more... Narratively speaking, crime stories are interesting because someone takes a shortcut or does something they, they're not supposed to do and they have a character flaw that, you know, in, inevitably or, or, you know, they inevitably get caught. It's a downfall. Almost all the good one, the good movies are downfalls. Right. And and it's like it takes it's a rare game. I, I assume Red Dead one had a pretty good story, but oh, I yeah. didn't play Loved it. But for the most mm-hmm. part, the mechanics indulge the player fantasy. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, kill a bunch of people. Here are dollars. And oh, there's a star. Go run away from the cut. Co- like it's the the video game. This to me usually doesn't match up. It could be from Mafia. I haven't played it, but I find most of the time it doesn't really. The game feels the game's rewarding you in a different way. The story is, and it's always jarring. Well, I can tell you that Mafia One felt a lot more focused. Whether that's you know my just my memory or not, but it felt like it was a little more of a focused effort. A little more like L.A. Noir, to be honest. Not exactly like that, but just more like. I've done this bit. I have to go to that place. Time is actually time. Time matters. I have to go tonight, and I got to go talk to that that dude. And I couldn't just go drive around town and run people over and have no consequences from that. At least it felt like that. Yeah, I was gonna say I I could be wrong, but I vaguely remember that Mafia was maybe one of the first games that tried to do the you have to adhere to traffic laws. You have to. Oh yeah. You can't. You can't do the like. I'm gonna just run over a bunch of people and and call it a day. Like you have to kind of follow the narrative, but it's still in an open world, and that was a little. That was a little jarring too, mm-hmm. in its own way. Well, yeah. You're like, well, it's like Eleanor. Like, just take me to the next scene. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just take me to the next goodie. I, I don't need to drive. Like, you're just wasting my time. If, Even though you put a lot of work into the time waste. If the driving model's fun, I don't mind it. Sometimes it's fun. Like, again, uh, Mm. in Saints Row the Third, that driving model is stupid and fun. And so I didn't. The scene where they all sing is amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Where they all all load up for a mission, your whole gang in the car. And what song is it? It's. I forget. Oh my gosh, what do they say? Something with a dildo in it, right? But every (laughs) single person in the car, yeah, starts to just sing. And and they sing along with the song that's on the radio, and it's a it's a fantastic little moment. <laughs> that could be on the box. Saints the Row or Saints Row the Third. There's a dildo in it. That could be the whole slogan. I mean, that's what I think of the game. <laughs> no, it's true. You, it's you, GTA, you... but with dildos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Basically, it's. I mean, it's Saints Row Two was trying to be like GTA, 
Saints Row 3 said, you know what? Why don't we do our own weird thing? And then 4 lost me because 4 was a little too too much of their own thing. I don't know. I should give 4 another chance. I probably you should. It's pretty much. good. Yeah. I probably have. It's yeah. it's fine, but it is over the top. I mean, it takes place in the Matrix. Yeah. Your your gang leader has become the president of the United States and appointed Keith David, the actor, as your vice president. Yeah. Oh, what? Keith David is in it? Yeah, dude. Yes. Yes. Oh, and, sick. I got to see this. At a certain point, you do go into Keith David's mind in his nightmare and he's in purgatory, and his purgatory is him reenacting the entire fight from They Live over and over again against Rowdy oh, Roddy no. Piper. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, another great classic movie. Jeez. Yeah. It, it's really good. <laughs> that sounds good. I don't know. <laughs> Everything about that sounds amazing. I love Keith. Uh, was it Keith David? Keith David. Yeah. Yeah. I he's, always mix up his names. Sometimes I call him David Keith. David like Keith. Like well, it's two he's names. Got two first names. He's got two first names, David. exactly. Yeah. It's like uh, Michael on, Scott. People. Michael Scott or David Brent or um, other people on the office. I can't think of other names, but yeah. <laughs> Same deal. Like, I can't I can't keep people straight. If they got two first names or two last names, if your name is Wilson Johnson, freaking F off. F right off. I probably have a Wilson Johnson. In my John head. Kenny. John Kenny. See, there's another one. Yeah. Yeah. Or Kenny John. Um, Oh, all right. It goes both ways in yeah. almost all these cases. Yeah, every time. But in um, in the case of this game, yeah, this dildo game, yeah, yeah, Saints Row the Third. <laughs> or are you talking is, about is this Mafia? Still a recommend? Oh yeah, heck oh yeah, yeah absolutely. It's mm. good. It's a good game. It's Keith David really good. stole it to me. I've been watching a community. I've been rewatching Community. I saw the Community table read, and Keith David is amazing this season. I didn't know he well, was even watching the Keith the Blanketsburg David, I... versus Pillows. Uh, Legit Republic of Blanksburg versus the United uh, People of um, Fluffy Town, I think, or something. Like that. I can't remember. I remember <laughs> and he narrates the whole thing. It's that war episode in oh. the Community. Oh, like a, right. And, and Keith David is narrating. I remember like, oh, now. So awesome. I couldn't remember that at first, but you're totally right. I totally remember that now. So he is yeah. not in Saints Row the Third. I don't think. No. Oh, that's but what I wanted to ask. In, is is it him one. or is it a satire of him? No, it's oh, him. no, it's him. It's, it's him. absolutely okay. him. He's happy to yeah, be okay. in video games. He's in Halo stuff and he's in everything. But it would take I, a lot of balls to to hire someone to do Keith David and satirize Keith David because without actually, no one cares that you would satirize Keith, Keith David unless he was involved. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, you'd want it. You'd want yeah. the real thing. Why? why yeah. There's I no think you can have sex with him in that game. <laughs> I think uh, John's right. I think you can because they make fun of Mass Effect in that game, and they they did a trailer about all their romance options where they said everyone on your crew is romanceable, mm-hmm. and you know how Mass Effect always treated it as this big unlock where you had to go through a bunch of dialogue and work really hard for it. In that mm-hmm. game, you can go up to any crewmate and just go, "Let's do it," and they will have sex with you right then and there, and it can be anybody. And I think Keith David's one of them. Well, so. he's awesome. Feminists must love that game. Yo, you know they do. No, actually, you know what? It was so self-aware. It was never. It was never like <laughs> wieners, dicks. It's not like that. That really? that game was more like <laughs> people who think wieners and dicks are funny. It was. It was meta. I think really. Anyway. So when I saw the ad for the wheelchair dildo gun, 
where they, <laughs> I think the weapon is you ride around in a wheelchair firing oh, dildo rockets. I don't like, know. I don't want to. I'm guess. not wrong. It's a DLC or something that you can. Get. I think that I've is a DLC. It. Yeah, I think that's the. So you're saying that's ironic that to make fun of people who would buy that and think that's awesome? Is that what you're? Saying? I mean, okay. I think that's Super. the Get Out of Hell DLC, where all the weapons are based on the Seven Deadly Sins. I think that's sloth. Yeah, you're right. And here's the thing. <laughs> okay, here's okay. the thing. Here's the thing. I think <laughs> differently that, able or sloth. I think here's what I think is probably it wasn't a wheelchair. It was a recliner, right? It wasn't a wheelchair. So I made it worse than it was. Sorry, It's okay. Some people need recliners more than they need wheelchairs or whatever. But anyway, the point is this. If that game is less self-aware than I give it credit for, then I'm you'd probably be right. I don't know. But it always seemed like like being able to romance everybody felt more like a satire and commentary on video games with romance systems in them, specifically Mass Mm -hmm. Effect. It was like really really leaning in hard and making fun of that kind of stuff. So to me, it was never like, ooh, you can have sex with Keith David. It was more like, you know how video games let you do that? We're going to go nuts with it. It's going to be so over the top. It's like South Parking it, kind of. That's how that game felt Yeah, okay. That's how Yeah, that's kind of, that makes it lines up with my impression of it. Yeah. What's the name of the song? I want to know that song, John. Crap. I'm finding it. Here it is now. YouTube. They have it. They did it in both games. They did it in three and they also did it in four where you uh, do a little car karaoke. The third singing with Pierce. That's the one. Oh, yeah. Here it is. The sing along. Sure. Oh, here's the female one. Uh, Okay. Here's one with the. Apparently date. it's called Just a Friend. No, oh, my God. Me. Okay. Here we go. Why? So we can buy matching suits? Nothing wrong with one look good. Oh my gosh, right, I'm going to play right, Saints Row th- the third again. I can just feel it already just looking we at it. We need some driving music. Okay, Turn here. that shit up. Here they go. Do you like Merc? Leave you terrified. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> is this the one? Yeah, yeah this is it. You never this. Come on. Oh yeah, that. Early in the morning. Yeah. Early in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Yep. It's great. Yep, and they just sing the whole way to the mission. It's so good. <laughs> I think, okay, and here's what I'm now asking for. Let me go ahead and just put it out in the public. I would like Saints Row the Third remaster, please. That'd be wonderful. Do that. It, it It's here. It's, it's the thing. I don't know if that looks as good, though. It probably looks like poop right well, now. Well, there it's not a remake. It's just a we upped the res. Hold on. Saints Row the Third. They say that's a sublime song? Yes, it Someone is. Chat? Okay. We'll yeah. see if YouTube bans my video for it. They may. Um, all right, so let's see. Saints Row the Third remastered. Oh, this is this is coming. Yes. I didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> it comes oh, out. Damn. The chat room says oh, it comes damn. out this week. It comes out on Friday. Oh, oh damn! I'm we get a it. soundboard explosion like we were. Oh yeah, I got you. something. Here you go. Hold on, Captain. Oh, that's, we're under attack. That's not it. Oh no! Get man the station. Barry, you were almost a Jill sandwich. Okay, I put every. You know what? I'll play all all of these at the exact same time. Get ready. Here we go. Almost a Jill, Jill. sandwich. <laughs> wow. See, that's how we celebrate. That comes out Friday? Damn, dude. Yeah. All right. I'm excited. I, I definitely want that. I forgot that the opening scene to that game is you robbing a bank disguised as yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's great. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited about this now. I had no idea this was coming. Can we? Here. Hold on. Saints. 
I can't believe I'm doing this on the Sublime What I Got is the name of the song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's all right. Um, all right, I can't find it on the thing. Anyway, yeah, it looks like Steam, I guess. So I'm getting that. That's what I'm doing. I'm gonna buy that game. That's where nice. I'm gonna spend a little cash this weekend. You watch me. You okay, we're gonna play a new game. Well, no, I'm definitely not gonna be playing GTA Five because I already owned it. But it is free on Epic Store. Go get it if you want it. Uh, the store got crashed because of it because people went nuts, and there was also some kind of hack in the game, and it effed the game up a bunch or something. That's a popular game, it turns out, guys. There's a lot of people who buy and play a lot of GTA. So Yeah, I don't know how you could have that game be the best seller of the level that it is and still have enough people who well, still have, want... I mean, I guess yeah. people... I got it. I picked it up on the Epic Store. I had no yeah. reason to, have you so seen I what guess people there have been I answered doing my own it? question. Like, have you, you seen what they've been doing with it? There was a period of time where there was some guy who was pretending to be a police officer in GTA Online... And he'd go around and rest perps, and the perps would be other players, like on this weird VoIP service. Like there was this whole world built around oh, it. Oh yeah, there's it was a, a really whole, popular like, stream for a while. And I'm there's a whole like GTA Online roleplay community. Yeah, something like that. And there it's, was it's a wild. There, I saw some. I think it might have even been a Kotaku article about some lady who pretended to be the sweet driver's ed instructor, but she would murder people sometimes. Oh geez, like she had a different personality, and if somebody was rude to her, she would like change her voice and instruct them to drive somewhere and and murder them wow wow really like there's a whole wit like that's a rabbit hole that people should probably go down yeah i wouldn't mind going down and learning more i don't want to play it but i want to i want to know more uh but it sounds like it sounds like someone twitch it's just role playing you know people role play it's role playing playing's great yeah i mean sometimes it's a little uh maybe uh offensive i'm I'm just saying it's i think that's why it's continued on for some reason they the people have decided it's popular. Oh yeah, like yeah. they like it. You know, GTA Online is a bona fide hit. It is prints money basically. Um, time will tell if if Red Dead has that kind of staying power. I really like what they're doing in Red Dead Online. It's very cool, but um, I don't go in there all the time, so I don't know. I don't go into GTA Online either, but it's an interesting thing. If you've never gotten a taste of it, well, it's free at the moment, so I guess go get it. Uh, Nintendo did a thing this week that made me wet myself. Uh, I'm still cleaning up all the pee. I'm sitting in pee right now as I think about it. Again, Nintendo mm-hmm. showed off new Paper Mario huh. game called The Origami King, and I'm seriously just freaking out. I cannot wait. This game has me <laughs> so excited. I love Paper Mario. It was one of my favorite games. The one for the GameCube. Forgot the full name of it. Paper Mario and the Secret Kingdom of the Key Master or some name like that. Something dumb like that. Uh, it's it's basically a turn-based JRPG, but it's these little Mario's and characters from the Mar- from the Mad- or the Mushroom Kingdom, everyone's made out of paper, and uh, like the Mario and Luigi games that are on the, that were on the DS, they're they're similar to this, but they just turn that world into this big RPG, and they do really creative stuff with the fact that everything's made out of paper. And in this one, it looks like they really go for it because everything's made out of origami and folded. The world's got all kinds of foldy stuff. Um, the best, if you never played any of the Paper Mario games, the best analog is. The SNES Super Mario RPG, which See, that's the funny thing is that's why I never played any of the other RPG stuff because yeah. I did play that and I went to Paper Mario because everybody said, oh, it's the spiritual successor. And I went, where's all the characters? Why is not this a continuation? This mm-hmm. is a different thing. I hate different things. Yeah. And I turned it off. You didn't like different things. But, I but I, I've heard nothing but good things. I probably will play this one. 
Um, so you and... like the Mario part of Paper Mario, just not the paper. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's together. They didn't. It didn't. You know, it wasn't a continuation. It. It's just. It's like if somebody said. Um, it's like if you, if you got done watching Back to the Future, and someone was like, "Oh, there's a sequel to that. It's called Twelve Monkeys." Mm. Like it just. It, yes, th- there's time travel related to it, but it didn't seem like the same thing to me. It didn't seem right. like you could say that's a follow up to it. It was completely different. It had RPG mechanics and Mario was there, but it was not a sequel to that game. It was not a sequel to those characters or that world. It was a different thing. Wholly different thing. You're absolutely right. And the 3DS Paper Mario game was a total departure even from the Paper Mario games. And a lot of people didn't like it for that. It was a creative side-scrolling adventure thing, but it didn't have the RPG elements that I love so much about Paper Mario. So I'm really glad they're getting back to that. It seems like they're getting back to that hardcore. And I am... So excited to get just I'm gonna up to my neck in that. I love those games. So that's Can I coming. Ask a dumb question. Yeah. Do they ever explain why he's paper? Uh they don't explain it. They he's just paper. I think they just live it. Like everyone's like last time it was all about stickers. Mm-hmm. Uh the 3DS game. So you were collecting a lot of stickers and fighting sticker dudes and getting stickers in a big sticker album and collecting all of it and that sort of thing. Uh but in the previous ones, everything was just had this cool, like flat quality to it. And when Mario had to get through a weird tight space, he could because he's flat, you know, he's two dimensional. So he can just go down this hole and then come out the other side. So a lot of that neat kind of traversal stuff, but the actual combat was just, you know, turn-based combat with some cool timing mechanics, just like super Mario RPG was very, very based on that. And, um, Oh, man, I just love them. I love them so much. I don't know what it is. There's something magical about those games. So if they can really bring that back, and I think they're ready to. And this also, by the way, came out of nowhere. Just like yeah. zero announcement ahead of time. It wasn't even one of these direct video things. It was just, oh, hey, we have a beloved franchise coming back on the Switch, and it'll be here in like two months. <laughs> I'm like, what? what? Bit, 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 bit. Like nobody knew it was even being worked on. So I'm so excited. Oh, so excited for that. Anyway. Really, I'm, I'm, Nintendo and I are getting along great right now. Couldn't be. Sure sounds like it. Yeah, couldn't be better right now. Animal Crossing is my favorite thing right now. And I can't wait for this. And Switch is just doing great. And there's so many cool indie games on it. It's just great. All right. Artifact 2 is a thing. Never once did I play Artifact 1. <laughs> well, you weren't alone in that. Mm. I think I did. Did you? What did you think of it when you played it? Um, I don't know. I hadn't had a chance to sink my mind into it yet when the great kerfuffle happened. Oh, uh, yeah, the kerfuffle. So I thought it might be something I'd play. I thought the dragons were animated super cute and the battlefields looked great. I don't know. Everything looked good. I liked the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know what? I never actually ended up playing, but I watched a lot of streams of it. That's what it was. So I was exploring whether or not I'd play it. And then the kerfuffle happened. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. I just think it's interesting that they're going to try again. Yeah. Because this is, it was a pretty epic fail. Oh, for sure. Right. Overall, it's like, as far as games go in terms of launches, like that game didn't launch very strong, had a lot of backlash. At one point, the game's Twitch genre was overrun by pornography and no one noticed because nobody was watching it. So it was running rampant for a while. <laughs> you know, there's lots of lots of bad news associated with Artifact. And so, I, you know, I, I admire it. I'm interested because I think um, I think they have something interesting. 
Wait, and, tell me about this porno thing. How did that happen? What did they do? Hack- so, so no, it's that artifact, like all games get a channel, right? You can search by game. Mm-hmm. Say, I want to find all the Doom streams, right? Or yeah. the WoW streams. Sure. So you go, let's find all the artifact streams. Except nobody was streaming it. You know, it's one of those 60 viewers things. Not a problem. Not every game has streamership. Sure. But um, ne'er-do-wells, <laughs> sometimes called trolls, uh, decided to hijack... The channel for you know just to watch the world burn. So there was like there was some bad stuff. There was some snuff channels going on oh, in there. Geez. There was porn. They were just, there was them um, at the time of shooting it happened in Australia. At that time they were broadcasting that. Like they had taken over. Like all the streams under Artifact were all bad news, and it had gone on for a while. And noticed because nobody was watching. Artifact. Oh, that bums me out to even hear that. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, so it was like there, I, there was a cavalcade of bad news tied to the Artifact ship. You know, mm. and Valve is, usually has a really good sterling reputation with their games. So I'm really curious. Like, to me, I'm like, you just cancel this. There's a thousand card games in there. Do you really need to add one more to universe? Maybe just let it go. Like, have it released, but just leave it. Yeah. I don't know. Do you? Yeah. Do Anyways, you, I'm, I'm curious. Do you think, awesome. um, I can't imagine what it's like to work at Twitch and try to manage this, but I wonder what they have to do, right? Because lots of illegal stuff. We'll get thrown up on a stream. Well, I remember one day I was like, should my podcast be under just talking or should I put these, which is where they are now, or should I put them under the podcast listing? Because the podcast listing seems like the right one, but no one's in there. Like there's no discovery. Nobody's in there. They all use just right. talking. All of them. Every Even podcasts that are clearly doing podcast live recordings, they're hanging out in the, the, you know, in the just chat thing. Well, I remember digging through there one day, just going, oh, okay, this is sort of like what I do, and here's this, and here's this. And then I run into some channel with a bunch of German text, and I get to it for it to load, and it shows up, and it is just hardest of the hardest core, gnarly, porny hoo-ha I've ever seen in my life. Like, just wow. all of a sudden, just blah, and I'm thinking to myself, well, how does this happen at Twitch? Is someone asleep at the wheel? Do they have, like controls oh, for this stuff they, they have more channels than they have employees like you know or well i guess that's not really a good argument <laughs> they use computers it doesn't but you know what i mean like they probably can't well they probably can right it's their service they can detect who's on they must have boob recognition technology they probably do for all the bands they issue yeah for, for even you know having just a, a halter top let alone being your undies right. so like yeah i don't know <laughs> I, I I didn't know this about of that that whole artifact thing. Not only did I not play the game, so I never really learned what the deal was with that card game. But I also did not know a thing about the story you're telling right now. I had no idea. I kind of assumed. Well, I mean, all websites are constantly under attack, right? So I mean, I assume a big company like Twitch is constantly seeing some kind of activity that can only be described as madness because it doesn't make sense, really, why you would do any of it. And the people who make that. I think that some of it's that that's the point, right? It's mm-hmm. just a poke and prod for vulnerabilities of any kind. I mean, just to break the system. Yeah, I guess I so. Guess. John, did you play it? Was that a, did you attempt it? No, I didn't either. Why, why, yeah. why weren't we drawn to that? I don't know what happened there. Cause I love valve and I was excited to hear when they announced it. Well, they that. had the three ta- tables. I think that was a hard sell for a lot of people. Yeah, that so may have been you were it. playing you were playing playing three games at the same time, but you both had one health pool. Well, for, I think for me, it was hearing that the magic guy was doing it. That's what got me excited because I heard, oh wait, the guy who designed Magic: The Gathering, the granddaddy of all these things, made this. 
that's so going to be I, a surefire hit. And then that it wasn't so, enough. Yeah, I, I think I might have heard something now that the, the dust had settled on it, that there was some some creative differences towards the end and they, they finished up the game without him. Oh, it doesn't mean anything. They're smart people at Valve, but right. right. I don't know. I've played a lot of Richard Garfield games like Robo Rally, King of Tokyo, Magic the Gathering. He hasn't really disappointed me, although all creative, you know, everyone fails. I'm sure he's got bad games in the salvo, but his games are usually pretty good and well thought out. So it's very shocking that Artifact isn't successful. <laughs> Wasn't was such a tanker, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Oh, well, I hope he's still getting kickbacks from uh, Wizards of the Coast for Magic. Oh, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does fine. Um, yeah. That guy like that is going to do whatever he wants to do after th- the success he had with Magic. It's anyway. like, oh, I made the world's greatest <clears throat> trading card game. Oh, and the second one failed? Oh, big deal. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Man. too bad, Val. <laughs> oh. Do you think... Uh, anyway, do you, think, you want to draft? So what's 2.0 got that we want? Let's see. Polygon's got the article. Does I didn't it? even look at it. That's the extent of my research on this article. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was well, shocked to find that's out there's a real a 2. good 0. indicator for Artifact 2.0 is that we cared enough to talk about it, but not yeah. look any further. Well, it says here, Valve reminds players they can get into the beta by purchasing current version of Artifact. So now if you buy Artifact at all, you'll get Artifact 2.0 beta access. Uh, they're going to do testing gameplay, balance hero identity, color identity, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they're only letting veterans of the original game in, whatever that means. There weren't very many people that played it. Yeah, seven um, people are going to beta test it. Yeah. Um, oh, that's why I didn't play it, because it's based on Dota 2. Oh, and you really don't like Dota 2, so done. I did, yeah, I it's mean, just none of like, us have a nice history of being complimentary towards the game. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't hate Dota 2, but it's just like, hey, this is set in your favorite horse racing universe isn't going to win me over either. Like, I just don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a deep seated Dota lore that is really going to excite me. Um, you know, and, and I think what I was going to say was that I Hearthstone maybe made me realize that maybe I'm not as into card games as I believed I was into card games. Mm. And so I feel like if there's going to be a card game that brings me in, it needs to really be something special and going, this is our card game based on Dota two isn't going to be the headline that grabs me. Um, Especially Mm. from uh, valve and steam who, you know, I don't always like the way they price and build their their methods to get money out of their free to play games and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it just it just turned me off almost immediately. I understand. So the minute they said, "Ooh," you went, "Ooh," Val's working on a new card game. Oh, it's based on Dota 2. Right. I, and I think there was an, a level of that, too, where it was Valve's making a game again and you get all excited. And what does this mean? It's a card game based on Dota 2. And it's like, oh, well, you everything you said, I hate. So great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I mean, they're going to try again. So maybe second time's the charm. We'll find out soon enough. It, it's funny how that is, though, because the reverse John exists out there, right? When Hearthstone gets launched, they're going, who wants to play Blizzard characters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, the reverse John is out there, so, you know. But, yeah, but no, sure. no, the point I wanted to make was I think people more readily get into Blizzard games than they do other IPs. Like, I think your scenario, the regular John scenario is more common than the reverse John. 
Yeah. Right. I, I mean, they've had the advantage of having other games to build these characters, and there is an element of me being unfair going, well, I'm not going to give you a chance to make me care about these characters because I just see them as Blizzard knockoffs that you've repurposed into your other game, um, and I'm not interested. Right. And, you know, that's, that's re reductive and not necessarily fair for them, but it's also true. I would play a tactics-based team fortress game i would because uh, because there's yeah. a case where they i mean they didn't invent the ip because it came from modders from the quake days but but still that's a game that valve owns and produces and had a lot of success with and really haven't heard much about in a long time i'd do that little cartoon looking dudes if it was nicely made and looked good and was kind of beefy i don't know i guess after playing and really enjoying gears tactics i just feel like a lot of different stuff could be a tactics game and so i'm i don't know <laughs> you can put tactics game after just about everything and have me excited <laughs> yeah it's what i've kind How about of a super mario tactics game? Yeah, yes it exists yeah. though oh yeah it does, it does exist. exist yeah it does it's uh, like xcom or whatever yeah yeah like it's a uh, mario versus rabbits that game and it's it's good it's a very good oh, game well there you go yeah that, that's i remember now you're right it does exist yeah. oh damn kind of recent though so you can be forgiven for that one but but yeah, like, uh, and I've always said, this is the other thing, you know, these auto battlers that, that we've talked about, Bo's not a big fan. I'm sort of wishy-washy on auto battlers as well. I like the, I like the Hearthstone one. The Battlegrounds is okay, but not really my big, my big jam. But if Mari or if, if Nintendo did an auto battler with all the Nintendo characters, all bets are I off, dude. I would play it. Yeah, yeah. I'd play the shit out of that. But here's how much I love tactics games. You could go, Valve could go, we're doing a, uh, tactics game based on dota 2 dota 2 tactics and i'd be like i'll try it mm -hmm. i wouldn't be excited <laughs> about it i wouldn't go out and go oh my gosh you guys until i played it but i would play it sure yeah mm. i don't know so, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that sort of thing like i don't mind i like it when other weird ips play in familiar uh space like i don't know if you guys remember the name of the game original xbox playstation 2 Maybe PC. I don't remember if they had it back then, but there was a Simpsons game that was basically a Grand Theft Auto ripoff. Mm -hmm. and hit and a, run. Hit and I run. Believe. Amazing game. It was so good, and it had real like like voice actors from the show, original scripts from writers from the show. Like it had a really fun storyline, but also the action and the stuff you did in that game were like legit fun. So you could turn around tomorrow and say, "Hey, they're making a Futurama turn-based tactics game," and I'd shit myself. I'd be so excited. Man, we're in a world where superhero movies just dominate the box office. Why isn't there an Avengers Tactics game? <laughs> exactly. That's an exa that's a great question. You got Because Avengers don't need cover. That's the problem. It has to cover has to make sense. Yeah, but yeah, imagine but they, Hulk they being like they started to branch Ooh. out and get so creative <laughs> with that. I mean, you could you could have characters like Hulk and Wolverine, where it's fine for them to just stand out in the open and get shot, but that's maybe not cool for a Spider-Man. He's yeah, got to yeah. take cover up in the buildings elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. you could have, you know, people like the Punisher, they need traditional cover. But people like, I don't know. Well, the Hulk's a good example. The Hulk of the thing, you don't worry about that so much. In fact, maybe they can't even stand behind cover or they act as cover. Like, <laughs> yeah. they would be temporary cover for... Uh, Hawkeye to get behind 
and stand and just hang out there until they, we decide the thing needs to move again or whatever. Or he's taking too much damage. There's a lot of possibilities. Yeah, Rusty Nails has a good suggestion. Make it more of an Agents of Shield deal. Yeah, there you go. And and then I, have I, the I play that. Yeah, uh, like I said, you could put almost anything in front of tactics. I'll play it. I'd play core um, podcast tactics with three of us are the yep. characters. Would. What, what would your tacticing? special ability be? Oh, geez. Uh, my special. <laughs> My special would be, I don't, I don't, you guys tell me what my special should be. I don't know. What would it be? I can't think of anything. I uh, they need to know more about what the game does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, here's, here's John's special. Gun, like you open up your, your laptop and record a podcast. John's special is this. Uh, the oh, team, wait, I haven't. All the team, you all decide where you're going to go. Even John, you've all said, okay, you're going here, here, and here. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then John goes, instead, he goes that way and goes up another way. It goes a whole other way. And then yeah, gets John's real quiet. abilities disappears from his teammates until <laughs> the objective's completed. Yeah, and he gets real quiet for some reason. And you're not sure I why mean- he's so quiet, but all right, well, whatever. And then we'll just go for it. And and Bo's, here's Bo's special. He reaches behind his backpack, his fancy backpack, and pulls out what looks like a uh, a chain with a, with a with a ball on the end, like a mace, except... Okay. And you're swinging it over your head like you're going to huck it, kind of like a grenade in gears, except yeah. it's a it's a rope with a with a soap on it, and it's got some kind of weird something on the soap. And then you're going to take that thing and you're going to huck it. So you got nerdtacular bow soap, and you're going to throw okay. it at them, and it's going to be real bad. Blow up into suds, make them all slippery, like bad. Oh yeah, it has to make the ground yep. slippery. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. I have to. I don't know what it would be. I have to. I have to pronounce. Yours somebody's... would be screaming. A drum would scare you. It would be, <laughs> yeah. be, be like a banshee's wail that would unnerve everyone. Yeah. I'd do that. Yeah, exactly. And they'd all yeah. run off. All right. See, I feel like we'd all have perks and disadvantages. Like what you described for me would be a disadvantage. Like that'd be a negative for having John on your team. Is that <laughs> there's a there's a fifty percent chance during group activities John might be off doing something different <laughs> when we all get to there. Right. Um. I don't know what my perk would be, but Scott, like your perk would be you'd have the sonic scream. Your uh your your negative your detriment to the team would be that. Your map, you would have no auto map ability, mm. so you would constantly be lost. <laughs> <laughs> this is a That's real perfect. detriment. This is a this perfect. is a this is a debuff, is what this is. This is a debuff. So anybody playing the Scott class would just constantly be going, Where am I going? Yeah, where what am it? I doing? What wall is that? I've been here before. Where? Oh, yeah, right. This is where you save. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I admit, I fully admit it. That would be my biggest weakness. Uh, I don't know why, but yeah, like I'm, I'm of the opinion that you could put about any IP into a, a tactics game and it would be more, it would be a fun idea in the right hands. Thanks. Oh, I got bows. Okay. What I know bows. What is it? His perk would be that he's kind of a specialized class. He's going to be slightly better at almost everything than anybody else, but there's a decent chance that he'll play while you're not playing the game and get sick of it and give up before everybody else is done. <laughs> exactly. I like it. I like it. You think that's a, how do you feel Nailed about it? it. Yeah. All right. it. That's perfect. Yeah. All right. That's nice. Is that, is that an underhanded comment about my playtime and um, deep spaced? <laughs> no, you're not sick of it yet. You're still playing it with us, oh, yeah. but you are significantly higher level than everybody. Yeah, it's true. You can always tell when, but see, that's the thing. It just shows how dedicated you are to a game. 
Like you throw your whole guts into it. And uh, I'd say it's more of a comment on your Apex Legends where we were like, yeah, let's play this. Let's do this. And like two days later, Bo's like, I'm done. Yeah. We're like, why? And you're like, well, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. level 900. <laughs> it was too good. The game was I'm too good. I'd be giving up games. too much. I don't have time to play a game that addictive. Yeah. How do you, so when they, when they announce things like right now, season five just started in that game. When you hear that, do you ever go, Ooh, I should get back into apex or are you just like, no, oh, I'm out. Fortunately, apex is a shining diamond on the turd pile. that is battle Royale in my <laughs> yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's pretty easy to say, well, it is a battle Royale. So no thanks. That's interesting. And I, and I know you haven't tried it, but the, and we should try it one night and stream it or something, but you should try Warzone. I think it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I like, I mean, I like competitive. I just, I like the Overwatch style a bit better than I do the, the battle. Like, yeah. I like team based shooting and yeah. Deathmatch I, is fun with friends for laughs. Like, I, Goldeneye, Gears, multiplayer, like, done a lot of it, but it's fun when you're playing with people and yelling. Yeah. The online bit gets old for me pretty quick. I can only do that for so long unless I'm like trying to try hard in a game like yeah. Heroes. Yeah. Like Heroes um, of the and Storm. And I decided that was that ramp. It was like, are you going that direction? Or you, you got to get off because there's a world full of games and I don't need to play this one for more than, you know, 50 hours that I've already put into it in three days. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. <laughs> he played less time than us, like, when you considered days, but I think he still has more played time in it than me. Oh, yeah. I think so. Right? But there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Like, I admire it. And then sometimes I'll see Bo's playtime yeah. or his level in something and I'll just go, I suck. I don't play video games. I demo them. Like, there are times where I'll play, I mean, this is about the only thing lately that's not true of is Animal Crossing. I play it every day. But there are plenty of games where I'm just like, I'll get into it, get into it, get into it. I'm thinking, oh, man, I really played a lot of that. And then I'll look at Bo's playtime on Twitch or on Steam, and I'm like, holy shit, I didn't play this at all compared to you. Yeah, but you go to bed on time. Like, when we're talking, you're like, <laughs> I got to go to bed. I have work tomorrow. And I'm like, I do, too. I'm still going to bed at 3 and waking up at 7. Yeah. And that that That's, you know, I'll probably die before you, even though you're my senior. But, uh, well, shit, that's how this goes. Well, this senior will come to your funeral and extol the virtues of your playtime, your your slash blade. I'll yeah. tell everybody. Everyone's crying. They're like, I wish Bo saw me more. And you're like, no, no. <laughs> Don't worry. He was an angel. <laughs> And he was a great man who played many video games. That's right. Shame on you. Sad that he's dead, but he was very good at video games. Yes, he maxed. He maxed out. Arcade in the sky, playing Joust (laughs) with Michael Jackson. Selfishly hoped for more time with him. Yeah, we're trying to deny his true grandness at uh, video games. Yeah, I'll let me be your eulogy giver. But who am I kidding? I'm dying first. Don't worry about it. I was on the treadmill today. I thought I was going to die on there. So I'll. Yeah, I'll Rusty Nail said something that I was <clears throat> noticed by ranked players. I I think if Heroes would have happened five years sooner, I would have. You would have gone pro, dude. Yeah, I would have been full. I would have been all in on trying to get him on that uh, pro, that HGC business. Yeah. I just felt uh, a little slower than everyone. What would you What would you have said if you if let's say you were in that position and you were playing at a pro level and let's say you were even on a team or something? How would all that HCC stuff falling apart? Like, what would that have done to you? Would that have just destroyed your soul? Um, No, it'd probably be a good thing. They weren't making any money. That's the thing too. Is like all the young folk in there. That's fun, and they don't need that much. But it was. It's a little on the low side. (laughs) Like. 
I've got a standard of living here, people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, at the time, um, so I would have been like, well, fine, I'll find better opportunities. Sure. I, don't know. I still would have been disappointed, but ultimately, I think uh, I think I would have been at the point like I need to make some real money like yeah. if I wasn't succeeding financially in HGC mm-hmm. or it is time to find something new to do anyway. Right. But you would have enjoyed you would have you would have really enjoyed that competition though for a while it lasted. Like you would have had a ball in that probably. Oh my god, like I love video games and competing and I love that game. Like I, I think and I love team sports. I, I think playing with people and cooperating and be like it's just perfect. It's just I just a little too old, a little too slow. Yeah. I got schooled by some. <laughs> Mind you, he's like the number he was when he's been second place in Fortnite. And he's like a millionaire now. Yeah. But like, you know, when you play against like pros and you're almost like you have that 1% gap, that 1% is wider than the 99% in a very real way. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, even yeah. if you're up to that amount, it's like you're not hitting a pro league. Sure. No one wants to baby you or you to be always on top of your perfect, perfect effort. Your baseline has to be really high. Yeah. And yeah. So I think if I was younger, I would have. Yeah. I would have watched you play. We would have rooted for you. Yeah. Um, okay. Finally, Ghosts of Tsushima or Tsushima. How do you say it? Tsushima. Right? John, yeah. does that sound right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that seems good. It looks really good. Like beautiful and good. Um, yeah. It looks a little like Assassin's Creed Japan, um, which is actually a thing I've been wanting. Yeah, I was going to say, people have been asking for that forever, so it's weird to hear it said detrimentally now. Yeah, it's a, it is weird to hear that, but also uh, Assassin's Creed in such a different place now. <laughs> like, it's barely recognizable as what Assassin's Creed used to be, and they did so pretty deftly, I think, um, that I don't even know, I don't even know what this comparison means anymore. Like, if, if what they're saying to me, if, the, if, if what they're saying is, and I don't think this is what they're saying, but if they were saying... Hey, this is like Assassin's Creed Odyssey today. I'd be over the moon about this game because that game was rad. And it's a comp assault. And it, well, having it lean so hard into RPG territory and become way more than just what Assassin's Creed used to be, that it's one of my favorite, most anticipated franchises. The the new what we've talked about last week, but this, you know, foray into into uh Norse or uh when I try to say Vikings and stuff is super exciting. Can't wait. If you're, t- if somebody told me Tsushima is, is that, but in Japan, like I'd be over the moon, but I don't think that's what they mean. I think what they mean is it's like sneaky, like the old Assassin's Creeds and you're doing a little stealthy, this and walking up behind a guy and stabbing him and slicing that guy's neck. And then, you know, it's, it's that kind of game, but maybe that's okay too. I don't know. I'm actually excited about it. Despite my, well, there, there may be other surprises too for that game. Yeah. And- like feels a, like they haven't shown a lot yet. What do you think? What do you, what else do you think could be there? Like, um, like big dragons and stuff. Yeah, good romance. Like, is stuff. it meant to be uh, very realistic? I think it's supposed supposed to be super historic, but I could be wrong. Don't oh. quote me on that. I want it to be like what was that game? I can't remember what they were called. There was a whole series of them where you could like poison little rice patties. Oh, Tenchu. Tenchu. <laughs> yeah. Was that I want it? it to be like that? I can't believe I remember Tenchu. Good lord. I haven't played that game in a hundred years and I remembered it right off the bat, but yeah, Tenchu yeah. was great. It was a very cool game. <laughs> Guards would just be walking down a hallway, this little rice patty in the middle of the hall. And they'd be like, oh. <laughs> they bend down and they'd eat it and poison themselves and die. Yeah. And then you could do it again. 10 seconds later and someone else would fall for it. It was great. Yeah. That game was great. Uh, I think the thing about ghost is that um, it, 
really want, seems to want to capture that feel of a samurai film. Yeah. With the different modes they have. I think that's what I, I find appealing. Yeah, same. Same. Yeah. Also, this the fidelity on a, you know. Oh, the PS- art style is cool, too. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah. This is the, um, who did Sly Fox? Uh, it's that team. Oh, it's that yeah. group. Um, they're, they're a lot, they're actually a lot like, uh, the, the, um, I can't think of any names today. What's wrong with me? They're a lot like Naughty Dog. They started with yeah. like Naughty Dog started with what? Like the Bandicoot games. And then suddenly they're like the premier thing making these, you know, making last of us two now. And of course the Nathan Drake games, I mean, those are just kind of masterpieces in their own way. And that Sly Fox game was with this cartoony, goofy kind of platformer slash stealth game. And then this just looks like, you know, they've graduated from high-end video game making school. It just looks amazing. I can't think of the company, though. Something. They did a sucker a punch. Sucker punch. That's it. Gosh, dang it. They did a thing for me once. Here, listen to this. This is old. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be weird to hear this. Hold on. Sucker punch. Really? Yeah. Check this out. Uh, if I can find it. Is this it? Nail this sucker's ass. No. <laughs> yeah, that was nice of him to do that. I've got it somewhere. Somebody went to an E3 and got them to do an ELR bumper back when they were selling. Oh. They were selling the the Sly Cooper thing. Or Sly Cooper, that was it. Yeah, they uh, they did the Infamous series. Oh right, they're the Infamous guys. Exactly, they're great. And oh. to tie it all the way back around to other stuff we do. They're the reason Stanley Billings in our D and D game, uh, his magic is neon pink for real. Cause yeah. in uh, in second son, you got powers from things that were around you. Mm-hmm. And one of the power sets you got was neon. And I always thought that like neon pink energy that you shot out in that game looked super cool. Yeah. And I was like, that's perfect for Stanley. I'm, I'm stealing that. So that's where it's from. I like that game. Games. That game was cool. Except uh, one of the voice actor guys looked too much like the real actor, and it bugged me the whole time. <laughs> you just you were like, "Oh, I see them." It's too much. It was like, "Oh, you're exactly like you're exactly like your real self," and it's weird. Like your head's on the wrong body. I didn't. I don't know. They've done that before with other things. It may have even been. Wait, who who does Joel? Uh, can't think of names today. Joel. Yeah, and then Last of Us. Freaking. He's, oh, he's in everything. Hater. Not the no, crazy not hair. He's got the crazy hair down and the, the earrings. He's super nice guys. Tori Baker follows me yeah, on Twitter. That's it. I kept wanting to say Nolan North, but no, the other one. Yeah, the, the other one. <laughs> Those two are. They do. They do a thing together, right? They watch something. They on do. YouTube. They're they're buddies. It's great. Yeah. Anyway, Troy Baker. He. Um. What was my point? Oh, that was him, I think, was the face that was driving me crazy because it's his face on that kid's body and it just always felt weird to me. And then he also did it in one of the Call of Duty games, the one that had Kevin Spacey in it. I forgot. It was like the Modern Warfare, or no, uh, Future Warfare, whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was the main dude and every time I'd take his helmet off, it was just like Troy Baker with this like sol- soldier's body and it was weird. It's weird. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Did I ever tell you about... I told you guys about the time me... Liam Liam O'Brien and Troy Baker, Nicole Spag and Eric Van Skyhawk were all playing um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer mm-hmm. on a PlayStation. And we were all on comms, had headphones on, and we were playing. And this is right before Troy Baker really blew up, so nobody really knew who he was yet. And 
he was doing the most amazing Tracy Morgan impression you've ever heard in your life. Like right. two. If I told you guys this, I think I've told you this. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't need to repeat know. my story. I might be on I've, I've definitely four. heard it, but I also listened to TMS and Yeah, podcasts. that's a good point. I may yeah, have told someone else. Too. It was <laughs> it was so crazy. His vo- he could do him so well that I thought for a, I mean, I didn't feel this because I knew who it was, but you could be convinced that you were playing with Tracy Morgan in in a game of, you know, in a, in a match of Call of Duty. It was so weird. It was so weird. Anyway, some people are just uncannily amazing at voices. And it just boggles the mind. Yeah, that was a lot of fun back then. Anyway, where are we now? Oh, I know where we are. We're going to talk about games we're playing. I played, along with you two, a whole bunch of Deep Rock Galactic, now in 1.0 full release, out of early access. It's been on Steam for a couple of, well, year and a half in development. Uh, Very active community, very active developers. People loved that game almost immediately, and it never stopped having rave reviews and now it's done and kind of glorious and we've been playing it thoughts feelings comments uh john tell us what do you love about deep rock galactic oh it's so good like and it's funny because when when you told us about this game and you were like hey i'm kind of thinking this i heard other people in our in our circle of friends going yeah maybe maybe we play that i went and looked i was like all right well what's so great about it and i couldn't find anybody saying like this is what's so great about it everybody was just like it plays well it's fun and it's like okay well that's a lot of games why is this so great and the truth is i can't really express what it is except that all the pieces assemble the way it should Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the game I wish Anthem was when it came out. It's themed perfectly. Mm-hmm. It matches that theme perfectly. It's dumb fun. Nine times out of ten, if you think of something stupid to do in that game, you can do it and you are rewarded in some way or fashion for it. You know, if you knock a barrel into a place it's not supposed to be, you get yelled at for mm-hmm. it. Like they they acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And it's just really fun co-op together. And it's just a really good time. Um, And even the things that I don't think it nails quite perfectly, like maybe some of the dwarf voices are, uh, it sounds like they got got their friends or they were just like, I'll do it. Why not? It's it's perfect. Like it's not great. And you go, Really? This is the voice they're going with? And within five seconds, you're like, perfect. This is perfect. This is exactly what I want it to be. And this is perfect. Yeah. And (laughs) just everything about that game. Drinking. Buying drinks, which wastes your currency for basically nothing. Sometimes you get a buff, but most of the time, nothing. You sit there and you buy the drink. And it's like, well, am I going to get to drink it? Sure. Okay. I hit the button and I drink it down. And then I hit... I click the mouse again and I throw my mug at my friends Mm. and it is immediately funny and it's extremely fun. And it just hits on every level. And, and that's all I can, that's all I can say. It's just perfect. It's, it's, it's perfect co-op fun. Yeah, I agree. It's totally my take as well. And I'm not even much other than playing with you guys. I don't really go out of my way to like, I got to play everything multiplayer and that's all I care about. It's not really my jam. I like single player experiences and um, opinions may differ on this point, but I also think this game's pretty fun on your own. Um, I prefer it with friends because 
I don't know. It's just crazy and you get more rewards and there's other reasons why it's why it's awesome. But I get a real it's almost like I'm playing two different games. When I play with you guys, I'm playing this like raucous cooperative experience where things can get really hairy. We have to help each other out, blah, blah, blah. And single player, there's kind of a weird, uh, almost like a Metroid vibe to it where I feel like I'm just alone because I am. And the caves are deep and dark and these flares are lighting your way and there's almost like a, a kind of a roguelike quality to it that I really get into. And even yeah. if I fail a mission, I get stuff that I can go back with and still spend and use. And um, they just, they've got that loop down so well that I think it can work. Even if you're like an antisocial player and you're like, well, is this fun for me on my own? I would say, yeah. Like there's a lot to yeah. have fun with here. I, I enjoyed single player. The, the robot you get with it really mm-hmm. helps. Yeah, it's fun. And um, I explore every nook and cranny in a cave because there are secret. They do hide. Not every level has it, but they do hide secret things. And I'm always looking for every little room. And I enjoy it. The interesting thing about this game is that, like, most of the games you compare it to don't have meaningful work uh, outside of the shooting. Mm -hmm. Like, if you have a quest, it's kill 10 things or hold this point or it's very simple and basic. Mm -hmm. Or I find, like, you could take the shooting out of this and it would still be... The activity of going and collecting the the, the the different minerals, navigating and exploration are also well done, but the shooting just is like a cherry on top of all of it. I agree. That makes sense. Like, I, and I, I probably wouldn't play it without the shooting, but it would be very functionally interesting still without it. I agree. And, and, and but see, on top of that, which is nice, the shooting is actually fun. Like it's, yeah. an, it's meaty and feels um, like it's got impact and... And it's also not an unlimited resource. You got to be careful and you got to do, uh, you got to call down these drills that are full of restock and for your ammo and stuff. The idea that you're a bunch of dwarves in space in the future, but you're basically these archetypes that have existed in fantasy forever about dwarves. But hey, what if dwarves from like Lord of the Rings were also dwarves from freaking 40K time, way out in space, and they're still, all they want to do is mine shit. That's their whole wish in life. And they love yeah. mining and they can't wait to do more of it. And they've just got that whole package is so much fun. And John's right to compare this to what he had hoped he would have gotten out of Anthem. And Anthem didn't deliver, which is this really cohesive, amazing get in, get out, have fun. Don't wait for a lot of load times. Don't dink around with too many settings. Just play this game and have fun that Anthem should have had and didn't. And you kind of get a piece of that here. You don't fly like you do in Anthem, but like all the other stuff is more fun than any time I spent in Anthem. Uh, and honestly, I like this, but be- I think this is more fun and feels better than like destiny. That's going to be controversial, but I really feel that way. So, well, yeah, yeah because there's no work. Like, I think it's the work part. Like it's the activity of rushing. Like you could just end the level, but no, they decided that there's this whole drama about getting back to your drop pod. Yeah. Freaking Molly's going to walk up ceilings. <laughs> and not make it easy sometimes and sometimes it's easy and sometimes it isn't and there's a, a high degree of unpredictability and, and variability that make it so that when you play with your friends you're not quite sure what to expect and if it doesn't happen from the game systems it happens from your friend oh i don't know clicking the return drop button button pretty early yeah and you know, it, during a swarm and going oh shit you know and, you, <laughs> and it, like that those create fun organic moments that a comp- the, the team of developers can't that emerging gameplay they can't just script it into a high production game like they have to let games be weird for them to be fun in that context this is a perfect example of you ruin the souffle by putting too much detail and that's hard for a triple a studio to change its stripes sometimes and 
yeah. and be okay with doing weird things like that. And the indie developer isn't, and they made a special little game here. Yeah, and remember, you know, a couple of key factors here that really work really well, and there's also some hilarity in it. Like you mentioned, Molly sometimes goes up the wall, but the game, every time you play is different. There's never the same cave. There's never the same drop. It's always different, even if the mission has to be redone. Yeah, but the, even like it, the, the graphics are kind of abstract, which is like, okay, it's still cool. I, you know, it's great. It works. But I, I will sit there and look at a weird collection of pixels and, and polygons and go, is this something I need to mine? What is this? Is it dangerous? Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, in a triple A game with high res textures, I ignore everything that they've put so much work into making real <laughs> Right, and right. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and, I, and I'm here, I'm like, I'm fascinated by this weird bulb shaped thing. Is that a resource? Is it dangerous? Should I walk towards it? It's fun. Yeah. And yeah. There's a real fun it, in that. And it, you're right. It's like, I like to call this low poly, high poly because it's low polygon on purpose. There's a style here that they're aiming for and everything's kind of, you know, polygonal and flat but there's an incredible lighting system and you know all the all those yeah, dynamics like the, are there the, the lighting gameplay is cool because you have to light up the areas but staying in the dark allows you to see resources yeah it's, super it's really neat it's really neat i i cannot recommend it enough there's a reason why it's got overwhelmingly positive reviews uh really since it launched in early access i'm excited to see what their roadmap looks like and what they do next it's very very cool so. oh i know a few things oh what do you know so next month there yeah. are two new sub mission types. So you know the bolo caps and the yeah the avocado flowers. Yeah, <laughs> the alpaca blooms. <laughs> oh, whatever, <laughs> nerd. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> pretty nerdy. Just pretty uh, nerdy. So, but they're adding two more of those, and then after that, there's two more mission types. Ooh, all right. So we have like get. Get the mules and get the Mordekite, mm-hmm. and and now they're gonna have two new ones. What's the other? So there's the mules, the Mordekite, then the right. Reg- there's the um, Aqua. Uh, collect the Aqua. There's oh, an assassination mission. Right. Kill, kill dreadnoughts. Targets. Right. Yeah. Sometimes kill dreadnoughts, and then there's kill something else. They're all really unique and fun stuff. So I'm excited to hear that there'll be even more of that because they really thought that stuff through. I love having to pick the arms out to get the get the molly things back together and doing that while still trying to make sure we take care of a wave and oh yeah egg collection i forgot about the eggs oh yeah i mean and that's the that's the other thing to like bo's credit the amount of times that we've been doing a mission and all of a sudden someone will run by with just like a giant orb in their hand or something you go wait a minute where the heck was that it was like well i saw a weird thing on a wall so i started picking at it and then this dropped out now i'm gonna go drop it in molly yeah. Like, yeah, you found a big green crystal the other day. Like, hey, guys, look at what I got. And we're like, what is it? I don't know. And you're like, so we put it in, and then I was like, I know what it is. It's Jadiz. And, <laughs> and we got a, we got 12 Jadizes, and yeah. we were all happy. I forgot about the yeah. Jadiz. So the other cool thing was Bo was in some hallway and said, hey, you guys got to come see this. And we go in there, and there's like, I didn't had never seen one of these before. I'm sure this is common to people that play the game more, but there was a chest looking contraption. And then a big piston sticking out of it. And you were like, well, I've already collected the one. Let's go get the other boat. John found it with his driller and then came and like jammed it in there. And then all three of us got random drops, like cool. I got a couple of cosmetics and some other stuff. Like that's the other thing. The game's super customizable. So your dude and you can deck him out and make him look just stupid, crazy with crazy beard options and everything else. I mean, they are freaking dwarves after all. Um, there's a little left for dead in here. There's a little bit of, I don't know what all I like. Like I say, I get a Metroid vibe for whatever reason. I get that feeling. 
there's just so many good combinations of smart ideas, great iterations. The final execution is just really strong, and we're playing it tonight. That's how much we. Oh, like we it. are now. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, I thought we were anyway, weren't we? Where are we gonna play? You talked yeah, about yeah, it earlier. Oh, yeah. I guess we just never said it. But yeah, we're gonna play it tonight. Uh, all right, what else? A lot of Animal Crossing. I'm a multi-millionaire or billionaire, I guess. Um, I made a I made a wad of money on my on my uh, turnips this week, so I'm pretty happy about that. If uh, by the way, if there is anybody listening who's like a big fan of the game and want to share codes and get to people's islands and all that other stuff. It's a pretty active community on the Frog Pants Discord. You can go hang out with some other people and get codes and that sort of thing. So check that out over on the site, which is at frogpants.com slash core. All right. Oh, then I spent some time in Moonlighter because I got it on Switch. I think I talked about that last week, so nothing more to say there except that's a cool game. Been playing Fury Unleashed, which just launched in 1.0 status its own self. Think of um, a super metal side-scrolling shooter game, 2D shooter game, but match that with uh rogue legacy and that's basically the game and it's very cool even though it looks like it was all the art was drawn by some stoner kid it's very cool uh i like the game a lot fury unleashed just came out and then i've uh, been playing divinity with Bo and uh hit a couple of his friends divinity original yeah. sin 2 that is the four player stuff i've only had one night session with these guys but that was a lot of fun for us to do so tell us you talk about what you think that experience is like because i had a blast well, I, I thought it was really fun yeah it, it well it was both good and bad it was great playing that game multiplayer yeah um we're playing with a difficult group <laughs> <laughs> with uh, everyone in the group i love them to death yeah uh, but uh and i will go to bat for them uh any day but but Everyone has a, an over exuberant, an abundance of personality in their own way, and and I'm I'm trying not to be Mr. Control Man. Just mm-hmm. like hey, let's go talk to whatever NPCs you feel like. But uh, I feel like I have three of not three. I should say one of the worst misbehaved <laughs> kids, and then one of the most introverted kids, uh-huh. and then you know like their friend Scott, who's like, what is this? <laughs> No, what see, so I played I played a whole lot of that single player. What I didn't know was just how much of it, it gets retained in that experience. Like you talk to NPCs, and if you want to hear what the NPCs playing, you listen. You listen into the conversation. You don't have to have a separate talk with them. You hear Bo's character talking to them. Sometimes you hear them just standing there. Sometimes you have to click on them to actually hear the dialogue. So there's all that stuff. But then the multiplayer is very different because you control a whole team when you're playing that game solo. And in this mode, you're, you know, it's like playing D&D kind of. And well, I was missing tons of dialogue because someone would start it and not tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we, I'm like, <laughs> wait, so are, am I supposed to get mad? We're supposed to do this orderly or should we just like let it ride and be like, whatever? Yeah. Well, here's uh, here's my advice to you uh, as somebody who's been through it multiplayer, maybe not even in nearly. Well, definitely not in as chaotic a group as you were in. <laughs> Uh, don't get too hung up on missing story. We tried very hard to be considerate and listen and, and, and do everything together. And by the end, I think we were all still confused. We, we kind of got bits and pieces of it, but there were still long conversations of, are we friends with these guys? Should we be, did we just join the bad guys? Like there was a lot of that discussion near the end of like, what exactly is it we're doing? 
it, it yeah. can be tricky when you've got four people and you know you're trying to be respectful of time and you don't want to sit there and really think about everything that's getting said mm-hmm. it can be it can be tough but it was still one of the most fun multiplayer experiences i've ever had in the game well i can tell you cool. the combat is a freaking blast even though yes. even though things were a little chaotic it was it's really fun to like be strategic because in that game things like stuff on the ground matters and I don't know, like playing it after being involved in our D&D campaign for so long, it was like, hey, here's a visual version of what we kind of try to do in D&D. And it's just, I don't know, it was just, it was really, that stuff's great. Yeah, it has that element because Crofton was learning. So Crofton was playing a rogue Mm -hmm. and he was a lizard folk, right? So he can breathe fire. So at the start of every combat, because it looks super badass, he would breathe fire and light (laughs) himself on fire every time and then be a flaming rogue trying to stealth, but you can't. So he just walk in and do like no damage. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it's been the story so far for his character. It's yeah, just, he constantly sets himself on fire. I think it's funny that he wanted to be a a rogue at all. Like he it's just a rogue. he just wants to charge in and blow fire on everything, which is like least rogue like thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, so you have to understand the, the different kind of rogues. There's the John kind of rogue that values um privacy and stealth. And, yeah. And, doing things sneaky and having cool grappling hooks and and just generally being a badass and awesome being a cut above yeah then there's the people who just want to show off right <laughs> the showboats of the world uh, they're not really good at fighting but they're gonna act like they're super good at things because they sly flourish their way through yeah and um yeah so that's what that kind of rogue is not a good yeah. one but a fancy one well he was cracking me up the whole time and so that made for a fun time i really enjoyed it i can't wait to do it again but you guys had to run on a night i was busy uh for the second one tell how yeah. does that work as a player did my so guy we, just we, follows we, you around or what we've barely progressed mm-hmm. we're basically where we were we played for three <laughs> hours um wow. we, we killed like something um did you end up fighting that group or did you have to you have to get out we of killed those? this guy migo there's a guy in a beach called migo <laughs> And we had no idea what it was about. There is a quest for it. I knew the quest, but I'm not spoiling things. So let's kill this Migo guy. All right. Well, that's the extent of our role playing in this game. Attack! And we killed Migo. Are you still in Fort Joy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, we haven't gotten anywhere. Okay. <laughs> we've we've explore, explored a few places, but it was mostly three hours of arguing. But down in that prison, the- <laughs> that prison thing, you guys didn't fight that other guy again, right? Because he was no, no. We've done okay. nothing significant without you, all right, except yeah. we beat. Oh, we did the arena. There's an arena. Yeah, we beat it, but then they want you to fight each other to the death, so that there's the one, and we all refused. So oh. they, they called us the wuss and kicked us out. Hey, oh, that- that's the same thing that happened for us. Uh, you'll never guess which of the four people that were playing wanted to do the fight against the PvP fight. Oh, that's cool. So wait a minute. That's the one right. That's underground, right underneath where the butcher guy works, right? Is that the guy I'm thinking of? That that guy that put the he put the elf guy in the cage. Oh, this is you know what? Saying this is so stupid in that game because there's way too many storylines and bits. Me going, oh yeah, oh yeah, remember the guy with the thing? He was stuck in the deal. That's like saying to anybody in life, do you remember that time at the mall fifty years ago that you talked to a guy? Like it doesn't. It's a bad question is what I'm saying. So I won't ask it again. But anyway, no, it's fine. it's cool. But, it's a very cool so experience. You'll play again with us? Oh, hell yeah. I will tell you, Crofton was considerably more well-behaved when you weren't there. Oh, I don't mind. I think he might be showing off for a big hotshot <laughs> um, Lifetime Achievement <laughs> Award uh, Hall of Famer podcaster, Scott Johnson. Look, just because there's a bunch of 
trophies over there doesn't mean anything. Those were all like fifty bucks at the at the corner store. Here's here's the here's I, mean, what, I know that. Here, <laughs> <laughs> here's what I'm saying about about him. He should not worry about that because I know what I'm getting into with him and it's totally fine. And I do look forward to playing again because I was having a blast with that. So I'm all in. It's all good. No, but he was toned down. I think he realizes. So our other friend Mike, who we haven't talked about, hasn't played a video game in like ten years. Yeah. And he's trying to enjoy his first video game in like 10 years and read all the dialogue and Crofton's running ahead being like stealing everything, killing stuff. Well, it's an, so it's we, important we a little talk about It's that. important to note too that he's um oh yeah, he pickpocketed me. I had like 300 gold on me or something. Yeah. And suddenly I didn't and I went, "Wait a minute. You cut that fast because he was going to plant that on someone else. That's how he worked." Yeah. And so I finally figured out Crofton freaking pickpocketed me and my own team. He doesn't steal for himself. He steals to make chaos. Yeah, it's all he's a agent of chaos. But anyway, uh, it was fun having Mike kind of get back with the systems and stuff. And he was playing notably over uh, GeForce Now, right? Yeah. Um, so um, at, starting at absolute zero, he plays free to play Hearthstone. That's it. Like past 10 years. His last game that he played hardcore was probably Mafia 2, <laughs> ironically, or Final Fantasy 11 in its mm. heyday. Mm. Um, so it's been a decade. Yeah. So he's, he has an old, the 10-year-old plus Mac that runs nothing. It won't even run Diablo 3 because we tried that. Long yeah. Time ago. yeah. Um, it won't run Diablo 3. Think about that. Diablo 3 doesn't take much. Yeah, run. Diablo 3 runs uh, great on my Mac. It'll, ba- it'll barely run. It runs at 10 frames per second. It's so strange seeing Diablo 3 run at 10 frames per second because so few computers are that bad to run it at that speed. It must be an old Mac because I've got like a... It's an old Mac. So yeah. he installs GeForce now, gets everything set up, gets a Steam account. And even though he already has one, he just makes a new one because he's that lazy. <laughs> me. I've got him twice on my friends list now. That's great. Um, with the same username too. <laughs> Anyways, um, so he buys Divinity, so now he's in for like thirty bucks Canadian, thirty-ish bucks Canadian. Sure. And then he's he commits to the year with GeForce now, so that's it. He spent thirty bucks, and he's in there, and he's playing Divinity, and wow. it works like yeah. a charm. Even GeForce now is like, we don't recommend you running it. And he's like, eh, whatever, and he tried it anyways. Yeah, it works fine. He says the Netflix thing happens sometimes when your bandwidth goes down; it gets grainier. Yeah. But the system always tries to give you a good game experience, so it'll reduce your quality before reducing your play experience. Yeah. And he says it's been working flawlessly. He's played two four-hour sessions with it, feels mm-hmm. fine about it. Mm-hmm. And he's not one of these, I have to have the best graphics kind of person. He's happy enough playing a game. Yeah. It looks yeah. good. Yeah, and they do look good. It looks good. good. I mean, it's it sounds bad to say something looks good enough. Like it's just barely there, but it's it is actually good enough. I, mean, I like tried nice. playing some GeForce now on Divinity. Mm-hmm. I tested it up before making him do it. Yeah, and the resource cost of my machine to record the OBS, like the OBS video I was sending to him on how to install everything. Yeah, I made a whole twenty minute video. What? <laughs> that's how new machine. That's the kind of friend you are, dude. I made an unlisted video explaining how to do this for him. The OBS resource cost on all fronts was more taxing than GeForce now. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> which is impressive because I've never seen that. That's crazy. Everything I stream, the game's going like, Wow! <laughs> like it's, it's redlining on my either memory or hard disk, uh, right speed or weird CPU. So weird. Yeah. Well, uh, there you have it. Uh, it's a fun game and people should play it anyway, whether you play it with friends or not. It turns out divinity too. I mean, we should legitimately be excited about, um, 
Baldur's Gate 3 because that's that team. And you forget just how deep this game is until you get you crack it open and you're like, oh, yeah. And if they even go close to this in Baldur's Gate 3, that thing is going to be something else. I'm a little nervous because they're not just fully in charge the way they are with the Divinity series. So, you know, yeah, but more cooks yeah. in the kitchen. But anyway, we'll see. Very excited about that. All right. Uh, we'll jump back to John for a second. Uh, I know you've been in Animal Crossing. Oh, did you get my... I sent you a freezer. Did you get your freezer? I got my freezer. Sweet. It's not set up yet because my I, my house has only been expanded once. Mm. Um, and there's not a lot of room for anything. But the town's coming along. We got a new community center. Mm-hmm. We got a, another bridge project we're working on. <laughs> you know, we're, we're building that thing up. It's It's going to be... It's going to be glorious one day. Great. Um, so we're getting there. I had some new residents move in. I had to put stuff outside their houses. I found out today that I can pick it right back up and sell it. Yep. Which is what I did because mm-hmm. I did not like what they wanted set up outside. It was just polluting my town. Yep. So get rid of it. It's ugly. And uh, but no, I got a cool elephant person <laughs> and I got a cute little frog lady. Yeah. And I got a terrifying bear. Oh, Wow. It, right. he, he has a unibrow, like a big green unibrow, yeah. and he is gigantic. Oh, and wow. He is intimidating. Wow. I, I don't think I have that bear. Do you know his name? Uh, No. Okay. He's, it's like he's, Igor. A, bear. he's a bear. And uh, <laughs> I'm considering he's been very nice. But now that the uh, now that Isabel is in town, it, it looks like I can complain about certain villagers. Yeah, you can kick him out. I might file a complaint about the bear. <laughs> Why? What has he done to you? He's a nice guy. He's just, he's really scary. Like every time I see him running around, I get just a little, not like a jump scare, but there's just a jolt, like a shock. Yeah. Like, you know, if, if you were watching someone walk across the precarious cliff and then they fell, mm-hmm. you would feel a little like, huh? Yeah. like, you know, that's what I get every time I see him. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right. I only have a, I have the only bear I have is a, is a panda bear and his name is Cho and he's very nice and he has a cute little house and he doesn't bother me. I feel, I would feel really bad kicking anybody off my island. Even the annoying people, uh, they all call me pubis now because I told them to. So remember that when they come up to you and say, Hey, how's it going? Can I call you iron G or whatever they want to call you? Say, no, I don't like it. Then they'll say, Oh, what should I call you? And you can have them say any old nasty thing you want. Well, I don't know if you like if you gave him the F word, it'd probably go, oh, I can't do that or something. But I said, call me pubis. And now they do. So, well, well, yeah, that's his divinity has, name, too, by the way. Yeah. Pubis my, Von Candlestick or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's pubis Von. Oh, what was his last name? Cinderpuck or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Cinderpuck or truck or duck. Underpuck, uh, whatever it is. My town square in my village mm-hmm. uh, has two messages posted on it. <laughs> one is from me. Yeah. One is from me where I wrote, Ho, Islanders. Uh-huh. And the other one is a picture of a penis that Scott drew. <laughs> so when I, go to, when I go to people's towns, and you can do this. You go to their town. And they have the bulletin board, which you have announcements on and stuff like that. It's the community bulletin board. So when John has events, mm-hmm. it'll say, hey, don't forget, May 25th, we're doing this or whatever. You can go up there as a visitor and leave a message. And you can do either do text or write right on the screen, like draw something. And what I do when I go to people's towns of friends that I know, like you and Dunaway and people like that, always a penis. That's what you get is a penis. 
for that anybody right. else, I will draw like a happy face and a guy going, yeah, or whatever, you know, like it's just a little cartoon, but always a penis for my real <laughs> It sounds friends. like the kind of scenario that ends up that you put a penis on the wrong person's animal. Class, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's kind like of, a job I, prospect lined up. You're like, the agent is a little conservative, so <laughs> let's just keep a pin in it. And then during the meeting, you're like, you play Animal Crossing? Well, I do too. Uh, okay, let's exchange and shot. You know, it's later. It's curb your enthusiasm. Yeah, exactly. And log it in, and you log into someone's island. You think it's Dunaways, and it turn and you put a big turd in the middle of the island. You draw a big penis. Well, you'd know. You know the deal's canceled. You'd know it was his though, because you. There's no way you wouldn't know, because you. Whenever you go somewhere, it's all super drawn out and weird the way you go to people's islands. But somebody came to mind. I don't even know who it was. I just had to open, and they left a an actual pattern. Okay, so there's a custom pattern creator in the game, and you can make anything. And put it on anything. Like, there's these white panels, and I know somebody who turned in, uh, used a, a photo green on these panels. So now they're actually streaming a show from within the game, and the panels are acting like a green screen so you can show stuff back there that's not in the game. I know somebody else who turned those panels that you just buy them and then you just stack them together, made them look like the fronts of bookshelves. So they created a whole library, and there's not actual books in there. But it's all drawn out to look like it just stacks and stacks of books for miles. So it's very cool. But you can make any pattern you want, put it on clothes, put it on your face, make a flag, uh, whatever. So I got a friend with a Megadeth t-shirt. If you're a Packers fan, there are like Packers shirts you can get and hats, like New York Yankees hats. Like all this stuff that's like technically, you know, not Nintendo's IP. You can do anything. And... Somebody made one of those patterns with their own version of a penis and just left it on the beach in the very back of my island. <laughs> and so I got saw that and went, oh, I'm going to do this everywhere I go. Are you kidding? Yeah. This is going to spread like a virus. No. I just think you should add a little, just like at the bottom, just as I know it says that, you know, who drew it mm -hmm. um, or who posted it. I just feel like you should write like a Johnson was here or something like that <laughs> underneath it. <laughs> I mean, I just, I love the idea that you can leave something for people. I like to say thanks, you know, for whatever they, they gave. People also do tips and stuff now, which I feel kind of bad for because today I opened up my island. A bunch of people left tips to come sell at a high price. It's a long story. But I did it earlier in the week with somebody who had a good price. And I didn't know about the tip thing. I wasn't aware of the etiquette. So I went in there, drew a fun cartoon character, not a penis, on his board. Uh, left him a nice message, said thanks, chatted out a big thanks in the chat window, and then I left. I feel like that guy who went to Applebee's, made the waitress run around like crazy, and then just said, all right, that was great. Thanks, you guys. Keep working at it, and never left a tip. That's how I felt. You didn't make them work like crazy. They had to open their gates. I know, but you tips, know what I mean. Tips are nice, but, I mean, you drew. You did more than what most people do. Anybody can drop some bells, especially because when you think about it this way, Scott, Every single person is going there to become rich, essentially. Yeah. You're, basically, they have opened up um, millionaire machines, and they're just making millionaires, just cranking them out. <laughs> so dropping a 1,000 gold on the ground or 1,000 bells on the ground is literally the least you can do. You went over there. You drew a cartoon. Yeah. You, you typed a little something in chat. That's effort. Yeah. You know? And then you got out of there. Yeah. I think that's fine. Okay. I feel better about it now that you've explained it that way. Uh, much better now. Uh, well, anyway, the game just continues to rock, and I'm glad John's playing it. Because now it's fun, because like when you get, I'll find some cool thing in my store and go, oh, dude, a server rack? John wants a server rack. 
and I'll just buy not you a right server. Now, I don't. Well, not yet, but I'm going to send you one when you're ready for it. And it's literally like at some point, my basement, I'm clearing out everything that's in there now. Right now, it's kind of a studio with cameras and stuff. I'm going to clear that whole basement out and fill it with these server racks. I'm going to make a server room in my house for no reason except it looks cool. And these servers look like big racks of blades and, you know, all blinking and doing their thing. The game is crazy with this stuff. There's so many weird things in it. I love it. Anyway. All right. You played Civ Six. How's that going? Turn after turn. Just keep going all night That's long. That's fine. Yeah. Like, that game's still great. I just put it on here because I played it. i trying to up the difficulty. I, I was trying to do, I was playing this guy. I don't remember his name. He's got a cool name. His name's like Matthias Breath or something like that. Like, he's got a cool sounding That's name. That's a cool name. Yeah. Anyway, his whole thing is like if you become the Caesarean of a city state, you can levy their military for if you go to war and if you're a levied military unit under him it's extremely powerful so i set up this whole scenario where i knew i i knew i was being kind of a dick to all my neighbors i knew i was going to get a surprise war against me and i was ready i was i was the cesarean of like three different city states and the wars the surprise war started and i (laughs) levied the military and they immediately, the other people became the cesarean of it over the top of me. And I had those units for one turn, and then I was grossly outnumbered. And uh, oops. Bad. Oops. That, that's a great story. I just I got tripped up on something. Yes. You were the cesarean of the city-state? What yeah. is it? It's cesarean. Cesarean, it's right? It's S-U-Z-E-R-A-I-N. Oh, I always thought... I don't, don't think it's this... Hold on. You keep calling yourself a cesarean and... Oh, the cesarean's like when you get your baby cut out, right? You get the uh, C-section. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, is it? The C-section. Yeah. <laughs> what the well, C stands for. Hold on. How cesarean. are you pronouncing it? Bo? Say it again, Bo. How do you say it's it? It's like suzerain. S-U-Z. It's one of their fancy words. R-A-I-N. <laughs> suzerain. A sovereign or state having some control over another state that is internally autonomous. That's it. That's the Suze- word I'm suzerain at. or suzerain. So it's not a cesarean. Suzerain. You're you're killing I me. Was, the whole you said was, you said I, cesarean. Here, here, yeah. I got I got a I got a pronunciation for it. Hold on, you guys want to hear it? Here, yeah. Here, let's play what this says. This thing says it. Oh, audio unavailable. Hold on, let me go in there. I'm gonna listen. What's the point? Website. Okay. Suzerain. Suzerain. If you just Google it, they'll say it. I'm yeah, listening to. Well, it. I use I use it's, um. It's, Suzerain. I was the Susan of many a city state. Okay, now I found it. Here it is. I'll play it. Suzerain. Yeah, Suzerain. Okay. Yeah. Suzerain. All right. I kind of like Cesarean. Yeah. Hold on. There's one more here. Nobody was telling me what I was gonna what I was gonna be out loud. They were just spelling it. That's a real problem. This is another. This says alternative way to say it. Penis. Oh. Okay. All right. Well. Oh, I didn't expect okay. that. Yeah. Well, that I can pronounce. So Peenies. I think I'll just call it. <laughs> Peenies. Hold on. Peenies. <laughs> Wait, what? All right. On the Merriam-Webster dictionary, right? The They have two pronunciations. They have... Oh, I see. Okay. So penis by itself. Penis. All right. Plural penises. <laughs> so I didn't know this. Did you guys know that multiple penises are called... Peenies. Peenies. <laughs> Oh no, I didn't. I would have said penises. I would have too. I would have yeah. said either a what, bunch penis? of penises or 
So when there's a bukkake happening, there's a, a lot of peenies. Peenies. <laughs> it's the way he says it. It's like it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, there's something about peenies. this guy's voice. Peenies. Uh, peenies. I didn't peenies. He's like, oh, is there a penis? Penis. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, he's excited either way. Peenies. If, you, if you're a new listener, the Bukaki reference is, is from a past up. It's a callback. Yeah, humor. it's not Bo. Not just a weird thing. Yeah. You can stay. We don't do that. Yeah, Bo's not obsessed with the 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 act the, the act the of khaki. multiple peenies. Peenies. All right, that's awesome. I'm not into the khaki. Peenies. I didn't know we were going to learn something tonight. That's fantastic. Peenies. All right. I learned two things. I learned how to say uh, that I was a Susan for somebody. <laughs> And uh, you also learned what a cesarean was. <laughs> well, I knew that, but I just thought maybe it had a double meaning. Uh, okay. Yeah, you yeah, knew what I that was. It. You knew what that word was. Yeah. Oh, it I makes my face that. hurt. I laughed so hard right there. Maybe my hip, my whole face hurts now. All right. Uh, Look, let he who is without mispronunciation issues point the first skeletal finger. Oh yeah, and but me, exactly. don't even ask me, dude. I'm freaking. I mean, peenies. If, yeah, peenies. Peenies. All right. <laughs> I love that guy. It so much. sounds like Chili's has a hot new product. Yeah. It's like it's like the sliders version of a panini. Yeah. They're like, we've got peenies. 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 We're, we're ready to come out there. Yeah. What do you guys have on the grill? Peenies. Okay, give me some of those. That'd be great. Oh wait. Oh it's my gosh. Close to paninis. How about this one? Is this real? Hold on. Sorry. I got now I'm okay. Oh, there's no pronunciation on this one. Darn yeah. it. There's something called penis. Oh, it's peninsular. <laughs> it's not penis at all. It's like penis. peninsula. What did you think peninsula. it was? Peninsular what? Malaysia, for example, is a peninsula. It's uh. Malaysia's peninsula. And so I saw the word peninsular and went, ooh, penis what? Penis lar. Like I was trying <laughs> trying to do it phonetically. It's not. It's wrong. It's wrong. If, we uh, We had somebody who had apparently not seen the word peninsula written down before and said, I don't know, it's on Pen Penisuela Avenue. Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> Venezuela. Always my favorite pronunciation uh, of that. That was our that was our species of whale. It was our maid growing up. Her name was Penisuela. We loved her. She was great. All right, check this out. This okay, just for the for the ladies out there, here's your singular. Vagina. All right. That guy. Here's your plural for vagina. Vagini. That's what it says. Vagini. Vagini. What's the source? Peen. That's the equivalent of peenies. So it's plural. It's What's plural. The what? The source is Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Merriam-Webster Dictionary since 1828, they say in their top thing. Have you ever heard a living human being ever <laughs> use the word that no, word no vagina like, vagina i don't think i've ever heard that or vagina <laughs> i've never heard is everything heard this. is everything like this hold on anus <laughs> i can't find one no okay anus is just so, so if it follows a pattern it'd be anies <laughs> <laughs> but, but if it's what we think it is it's anuses i don't know why that's so funny to me the anies sound like a great um award show <laughs> The Anies. Welcome For back A&E to the Anies. Programs. Yeah. This is the Anie only awards show. The Anies. Yeah, the Anies. Did you win an Anie for your performance? I got two Anies. 
That's fantastic. All right. Um, moving on down the road. Oh, Bo, we kind of stole your thunder on both the games you played, but... Uh, no, no, no. We about. played the games together, so... Oh, that's true. On. That's true. Move on. All right. Here we go. Just do this. That's a good question. Got an email here from uh, Jay Haskin, who sent his email in on the website, frogpants.com slash core, or you can uh, leave it as a voicemail. That's an option. 801-471-0462. He says this. Jay says, will you please give your uh, give your copy of Persona 5 to John? And then the message is this. Every week, I meant to write in and ask John what he thinks of the modern Persona games. Listening to him be curious about them, be curious, and then playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I adored my time with, but longing for a more turn-based combat system always reminds me of the Persona series. Persona 5 especially nails it with reducing the menu system to align button presses, assign button presses rather, and rewarding you with a one more system for hitting enemies' weakness. The Royal Release, sorry, the Royal Release is even better with its combat system enhances. I guess that's like an enhanced edition or something. Anyway, a royal re-release, not release. I heard yeah. you talk about the series last here. week and tease maybe even streaming it. It seems much more like a John game, and I would love to hear him discuss his experience playing through it. He now has a Switch, so I'm sure his backlog of games uh, to play is a hurdle, but I'd still love to hear it. Awesome show. Thanks. Well, Jay, uh, if John wanted to play that game, I would totally send him my copy and you could play it without without hesitation so john you just have to decide you want to get so japanese all up in here that you want to that you want to play persona 5 or no uh maybe i'll let you know i've played persona 3 and persona 4 so he's asking my thoughts on the series oh well, yeah um, what do you think of the series I've, I've played both of those i haven't ever beaten a persona game uh but i like them i i do like the mix of the school life with the rpg life i think that's always uh, a really neat kind of thing about those games Mm -hmm. um if you've ever heard me talk about like fire emblem and stuff like that you know i'm kind of a sucker for the like oh it's a this but relationships built Mm -hmm. into it Mm -hmm. and uh those games kind of have that and that's that's kind of a fun thing the problem i get into is those tend to go pretty deep in the systems of like kind of like your summons um I don't remember exactly what they call them in the series, but you've got like these entities, these demons and stuff that you can kind of create. And uh, those systems tend to be very deep and very interesting. And I tend to fall down that rabbit hole a little too far and a little too hard. And all of a sudden I've lost sight of just playing the game. So uh that's usually where i fall off is when i start going like oh i need to you know mix these demons together to get a different demon and i can put this together with this and next thing i know i'm just in the weeds but i think they're really cool games i think they're super fun um i wouldn't be opposed to trying it i've just got a couple things that are on the docket right now for me and i don't know if i have time for it but uh scott i will let you know Okay. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> we can we can maybe let me do know because right now it's just it's just sort of sitting here. So I, if somebody would play it, and then we could have some great commentary about it on the show. That'd be that'd be fine. You can pass it around. Yeah, I'm interested in. I know nothing about Persona Five. Mm-hmm. Like I I followed three and I followed four and five came out in a time where I just knew I wasn't going to play it, and so I just didn't pay much attention to it. I know they're thieves. Like I know that that's kind of the the backstory. Their moonlighting is as uh like a heist crew which is kind of cool um but that's about it that's about all i know on it well there you go we know it's the fifth in the series we can confirm that 
I also know that. Yeah. Uh, also, if anyone out there has played uh, Super Mega Baseball 3, I want to know if it's as good as the last game because I may want to pick that up. I know this sounds totally non sequitur and it is, but uh, I loved that last game. It's the only. Is it both Super and Mega? It's called Mega Super Mega Baseball. And okay. it started out. The first one was on the PlayStation 3, and I loved that game because it's like a big head, dumb sports game that's not licensed. All the teams are fake. Uh, right. It's a baseball game, and I love I love arcadey baseball. It's always been kind of a thing with me. I just that and arcadey football. I love that kind of stuff in video games. Anyway, two was really great. I had that on Steam. Third one's out, and I'm sorely tempted. And I'm just curious if anybody out there would recommend it because boy, Polygon sure loved it. These guys were raving about it, and I'm, and I'm sorry about the non sequitur, but I wanted to just put that is out there. It is, I believe, it has online uh, stuff, so you can play with and against your friends. Uh, let me make sure that that's true. It's hard to tell because this review is long, and I'll just say I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's on the Steam page. But it'll say like co-op or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, probably. But I just I, I love a good arcadey, over-the-top baseball game. And this is definitely probably the best on the, I mean, it's the best, uh, at least based on what I play with Super Mega Baseball 2 of, of that kind of thing. Nobody's doing it as good as this. It's very good. All right. Uh, okay. That's it. That's your email. We have a mashup to play and we're going to play it right Ooh. now. This is from TMS mashups. Uh, Jamie, who does this stuff for my morning show, the morning stream. He occasionally does one for us, which is awesome because uh, they're always great. I have no idea what's in this. I haven't played it. I can tell you it's called Down There Etiquette. Okay. So I'm starting to think about what that might have been. Well, we're about to find out together. Down There Etiquette. All right. So sounds like something Bo would say. I don't know why. But we're about to play it. So here it is. Enjoy. Sometimes, Scott, you really, really, really want to show someone your butthole. And when you do, you want it to look your best, I guess. Five times chocolate monster butthole chocolate chocolate. <laughs> no I think it's a thing people do, and it probably can be done safely. Oh, I'm sure I've never thinking. wanted to show anybody mine so bad that I felt the need to dress it up. But, yeah. you know... It's fine. You it's never fine. Know. It's like, fine. Look, Who are we to judge? If I did want to show mine to somebody, I would probably want to dress it up. <laughs> hey, friend, I'd really like to feed him, but I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> does he do that thing where he cleans the ball and does that thing where he spreads his legs? Uh, and... You know, I don't remember the ball cleaning part, but there's definitely ball licking. Uh, <laughs> bowling wow. ball licking, I mean. Wow. Uh, definitely bowling ball licking. Sure. Or I thought Scott said uterus. Yeah, in your uterus. They need to bury it deep in your uterus where no one can find it yeah 40 years but, and no one's asked to look at it yet but you never know yeah. the problem is, is if i was decorating down there it would be super hard to avoid the temptation of drawing two eyes and a nose so that it looks like a face going <laughs> oh you want to see a ween or two inches from your face here you go Whee! hey what if we made one where uh your balls are flopping around oh my god puck chap kappa kappa bible thump my balls are bible thump yep he's probably pooping he's probably him. i don't know dropping the deuce late day poop but you know you're like oh that guy he's handsome but he smells like vegetables now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all know I felt that, that. Guy. he's handsome but he smells like vegetables you gotta brush your teeth 
If you must, you gotta comb your hair. If you must, you gotta wash your bum. If you must, or else you'll be funky. You know what I would do? Here's what I'd do. I'd have a little Boba Fett sticking halfway out. Like he's going into this. <laughs> I thought it was exit only, Scott. <laughs> it is. It is. Generally speaking, I have it an is, exit but only Boba policy. Fett is an exception. But Boba Fett sticking out because he's about to get eaten by the Sarlacc pit. Now that is something to think about. <laughs> wow. Wow. I don't remember saying, like always, I remember saying 10% of what he captures. I don't remember saying. I remember anymore. vegetables. Yeah. I do it, remember it got that. a good laugh. <laughs> I was happy with myself. <laughs> it was such a weird reference. Just the idea. There's something about like the smell of like, I guess it would be rotting vegetables, but just the overwhelming scent of vegetables is a funny thing to assign to a person. Well, it's when they bring yeah. their house smell with them. Yeah, I guess so. You know, like some people, everyone has a house smell. You go over, you're like, oh, house smell. Mm-hmm. But some people bring their house smell with them because... They cook with a lot of onions or yeah. something like that. Like right now, we have like a serious house. We don't. We're not going anywhere because of the pandemic. But the the house smells strong right now. Kim made um, jambalaya today, and that's super aromatic. Lots of onions, lots of southern spices, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And then later made enchiladas with kimchi in it, and that was the stinkiest thing on the planet. But amazing, they were really good. But right now, if you walked in here, you would think our house smell is a problem. You would go. Oh my lord! What have you done here? Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, maybe. Also, keep in mind it's probably okay to smell like vegetables most of the time, just if you're dating or trying to be, you know. Yeah. You're if you're in seduction mode. I think that's what we were talking about. I'm <laughs> I don't know either. I quit. I don't know what the hell we were saying. All <laughs> right. Quit while I'm not ahead. I'll tell you what. Uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna play some deep rock uh, galactic. We're gonna go chop down some rocks. Yeah. We're gonna drink some beer. Rock and stone. Not real rock beer. And stone. No. Some fake beer. We're gonna put on the what's that thing called? The uh, what's it called? People play music. It's called the. It's in the bar the jukebox. Jukebox. We're gonna turn the jukebox on and play whatever dumb thing they got on there, and then we're gonna go kill spiders and collect stuff. So stick around if you want to watch that chat room for the rest of you guys at home. Big reminder: we are at Patreon.com/slash/CoreShow. If you would like to support this nonsense, and why wouldn't you? We have a great time here, and we need your help. That's over at Patreon.com. Slash core show, and we'll keep the show up. We're also at frogpants.com slash core, and you can find us all on Twitter. Bo's at Bo Schwartz, John's at John underscore Jagger. I'm at Scott Johnson, and you can find this show at core pod. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John. See you next week. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.